and welcome back to It's So It's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. Glad to hear you here today. Um, so once again, my name is Brian. I am the father of the family. Uh, I am Brendan, uh, the son. That's me. Are you pointing to me? Yes, I'm pointing to you. My name's Corey. I'm the mother. I'm Kaylin. I'm the daughter or sister... Okay. Well, thank you all uh, for joining us again here um, as we sit here in November now. Wow, I can't believe it's been uh, all this time since once we started. Now we're into November. So, um, again, thanks for joining us. Um, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, We'd love to have you here, and we thank you for checking us out. So, um, obviously, we're going to be going through our um, normal ceremony here, kind of going through some of uh, different things. We have some uh, news um, today that we're going to be talking about, and when it comes to the news, we're going to be actually talking about some Simpsons news as well today, um, as well as the update that came through Simpsons Tapped Out that I've been waiting for patiently. Um, So, we'll be talking about some of those things. Of course, Corey will have her uh, little news segment, and then Kaylin will be bringing us our weather, which there have been some drastic changes since we talked to you lately um, on the weather. And we have some updates about uh, the direction that our show is going to be taking um, that we would like to discuss a little bit before we move any forward. Then, of course, we're going to end our show today with a look at another episode. Um, Today's episode is called Moaning Lisa. Um, So without any further ado, I thought what we would do before we kind of get started here, um, one of our favorite things um, in our family here is to watch the Treehouse of Horror episode, and we're only um, about a week off from when the Treehouse of Horror episode um, aired, and I just wanted to kind of get everybody's feelings on the most recent Treehouse of Horror episode. So does anyone want to start us off how they felt about it? I didn't any notes you didn't tell me this was going to be on the test it's nothing crazy just your general thoughts just general thoughts i did like the mark of the beast okay we'll talk about that a little bit um in the beginning it was like the omen and maggie was of course the antichrist and reverend loved no ned flanders is like look she has the mark of the beast and if they revealed a picture of mickey mouse yep. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, so apparently I heard um, with that, that wasn't originally the intention. They were going to put something else on there, and then they kind of snuck that in um, at the last minute, so I'm not sure if Disney knew that that was happening or not, um, but pretty funny nonetheless. Mickey's going to come after him. It's possible, and you don't want to mess with Mickey. Just like Nickelback. Oh, boy. Look at this photograph! Does it always have to come back to Nickelback? (laughs) I mean, unless someone else does something, then yes. (laughs) All right. Well, um, the one thing that I really liked about the episode was the whole Stranger Things um, parody. And since we have a huge Stranger Things fan um, to my left here, I was going to see what did you think of the Stranger Things parody, Caitlin? Um, I liked it. It was cool. I liked what they did with the characters and how they didn't just do it with um, Simpsons family. So what do you mean by that? Like, they had Millhouse and Millhouse's mom in it. I gotcha, okay. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. And this is Millhouse. Luann. This is Van Houten. Yeah, I don't remember his last name, so... Millhouse Van Houten. Luann. Um, now, Kaylin, did you happen to notice, um, the corpse of Uter? 
at one point when they were in the Upside Down. Yep. Do you know who Uter is? He's the little German student. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people were actually questioning that and saying, like, maybe they shouldn't have done that because the actress that plays Uter just recently passed away. Oh, I never. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so some people were saying, hmm, was that in poor Too taste? Soon. Or, you know, Too was that okay? So I'm soon. sure they didn't mean anything by it. Um, I know that Uter actually made his debut in the Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse of Horror 1? Nope, not or one. Or 2. 2. Yeah, it was 2. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was the first time Uter was in... Wait, was it 2? It's the one with the it's Gremlin. School bus. Yeah, it's the one with the Gremlin. It's either 2 or 3. Yeah, I think it might be the third one. But regardless, doesn't matter. Um, so that's where he first made his appearance, and he's actually one of the only characters outside of Kang and Kodos. Well, actually, Kang and Kodos are only in the Treehouse of Horror. They haven't come on any of the actual episodes. But Not we- none of them? Are you sure? What's I that? feel like it's th- that Kang and Kodos have been on one or two of them. So I think pe- it's only Treehouse of Horror. But I'll have to look into that. Because I don't know that for 100%. You can look it up while I'm talking if you want. Um, but Uter is the only character to actually debut in Treehouse of Horror and then actually make it on the show. Oh, lunch lady Doris. So. May I have another sloppy Jimbo? <laughs> That's my Uter impersonation. It's pretty good. It's all right. It's not bad. So maybe you could take over as Uter. <laughs> oh, no. How much money would I get? Probably a lot. Oh. So... Um, <laughs> But yeah, and the rest of the episode, I think those were kind of the highlights, like Corey said, the the Mark of the Beast and the um, the Stranger Things. The second one, I know, was uh, a parody of a movie. Um, I don't remember what it was in the second one. That's, that's how much it meant to me. So, but yeah, I know the third one was a parody. Wait, of it the, was um. It had something to do shape with Shape of Water. No, well, that's the yeah. Third one. Oh, but no, something to do with God and heaven or something. What? Wasn't it? No. Oh, when he kept getting reincarnated. Yeah, maybe that's what I like. I said what? I don't remember. Obviously, it doesn't. I don't mean remember much that. <laughs> we'll have to go back and watch. Who kept getting reincarnated? Homer. He did. Oh yes. yeah, yes. because he was the handsome guy. Remember? Yes, that's right. Yeah, he kept coming into other people's bodies and things like that. Yep. Yeah, but that one, I was just kind of like, eh, that was kind of meh. But um, the third one was okay. Uh, that was The Shape of Water, and, you know, they obs- ab- or they obviously uh, substituted the alien for uh, Kang, and, um, you know, the woman fell in love with Kang and everything like that. So I really liked that one. You liked that one? Yeah. That one had some funny moments, too. But So, all in all, I mean, I was surprised, because, um, you know, especially some of the newer Treehouse of Horrors haven't been so great, because um, a lot of people have said, you know, the newer seasons aren't as good. And- Patrick! But I thought this one was fairly decent, so it was good to see that. Um, We also had some discussion um, with some friends of ours when we were... A little shout-out to the Boogeyman's Closet. Uh, No, I was going to do a listener shout-out. So Corey and I were just on their podcast recently again. And um, we were recording some things with them. We were actually talking about uh, Night of the Living Dead with them. So if anybody would like to check that out, please do so. Again, that's the Boogeyman's Closet. It's not family-friendly. I was just going to say, yes, be aware that it is not family-friendly. We are a family-friendly show. They are not, so just be aware of that. Continuing on, um, have some news. So um, going forward... um, there's some news with The Simpsons here. So with The Simpsons, I just um, saw an article earlier this week that is saying that The Simpsons is delivering a horror-themed Thanksgiving episode. 
What? So there's not really a lot to know about this episode yet, outside of the fact that, um, you know, obviously they're going into their 31st season this year, and their Thanksgiving episode, which is going to air on November 24th, is being called Thanksgiving of Horror. And it's hinting that the family will be facing off against various Thanksgiving nightmares. So it's saying the Simpsons are forced to face various Thanksgiving nightmares, including the first Thanksgiving, an artificial intelligent mishap, and a dangerous space mission complicated by a sentient cranberry sauce. Oh. What? Hmm. Well? So it sounds to me like they're going to do like three separate little episodes, like they do a Treehouse of Horror. So is this going to be like the poultry geist? Let's hope not. (laughs) Well, I know Thanksgiving with some families is a nightmare. Am I right? (laughs) Eh? (laughs) Kids, am I right? So, anyway, Kang and Kodos have been in four non-Treehouse of Horror episodes. Really? Yes. Behind the Laughter. Oh, yes, that's true. Gump Roast. The Springfield Files. And The Man Who Came to Be Dinner. Is the Springfield Files the one? I bring you peace. He's bringing us peace. Let's kill him. The, he does say I bring you peace. Yes, though. he does. Yes, the Springfield piece is about alien encounters, right. and and it's an encounter that happened in Springfield. Yeah, it's an X Files parody. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. And then also in this article too, it was talking a little bit about the future of the show. Um, in just kind of the direction it's going to be heading in and things like that, because obviously there's still a lot of uncertainty as far as what's going on with Disney purchasing um, the rights to the show and whatnot. So all we know up to this point is that they are okay for 32 seasons, and then what happens after that is anyone's guess. So we'll kind of see where that goes. Holy cow, 32 seasons. So we got a lot of work to do, which we'll talk a little bit more a little bit later here. You um, have a lot of work to do. As far as what we're going to be doing here, as far as this show. That was a sick burn, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kaylin, yep. <laughs> All right. So now everyone's favorite part of the show. No, is God. no one's favorite part of the Simpsons show. Tapped out. Does anyone, like, email you about The Simpsons Tapped Out? Constantly. I'm getting constant emails. I don't believe that. I'm Has anyone said any emails I'm yet? I'm going to put up a poll, and I'm actually going to do that right now, okay. about how, uh, what, how many people care about The Simpsons Tapped Out. So no one. If I'll you put it guys up on Instagram right now. Also. Our Twitter or our Instagram, vote no. Which, which is, on our Instagram is... So it's come to this underscore pod. And uh, our Twitter is at it's come to the number this pod. So. All right, so great. Check that out if you don't want to hear this anymore. But otherwise, I'm going to keep going unless someone tells me otherwise. So, Ugh. But I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, basically, this is one of my um, favorite updates uh, for this game. And this particular update has to do with Halloween, of course. Um, We were pushed back quite a bit. I kept waiting for them to release this update, and it didn't actually come until about, I think it was about the 15th or the 16th of October. Um, So a little bit later than what we're used to. Um, But it's been okay so far. Um, It's a traditional four-act set. I thought you were going to say four loco. (laughs) No. So basically, um, it 
follows four different acts over four, a um, little bit more than four weeks um, as they kind of go through. And what's been happening is Kang and Kodos are trying to take over Springfield once again. And this time they're actually um, involving some classic horror monsters. So, um, so far Dracula's been involved and the Invisible Man has been involved and things like that. But one of the crazy things that came up on that um, particular mobile game is one of the premium characters that just came out is of course to buy premium characters use donuts and um, those donuts are the currency to buy those characters and they're pretty hard to come by but they have a premium character right now which is being released and they gave you quite a long time to try to purchase this character and this character is going for 777 donuts. How much is that in American currency? Um, so you can buy donuts, and they end up being around, I think it's $5 for 12 of them. Uh-huh. So it would be a lot of money. Okay, um, great. But essentially, this character is God. So you can purchase God now in The Simpsons Tapped Out. Um, I think I'm close to being able to have enough donuts to be able to purchase him. I feel I'd like, like to you're going to get cool. in trouble and he's going to smite you. He or she. You don't know. Well, either way, you're going to get smit, smited, smitten. Hey, I, I didn't smitten. create him. I'm just buying him, so... So we'll like we'll see what that worse. happens. So stay tuned for that. I'll let you know to see uh, if he's smited. Yes, if I'm smited, and what God is actually like on the game. So, all right. So um, so far it's been pretty good. It's about two weeks in. Um, I've been having you know good time with it. Nothing too too crazy with it. It's pretty traditional to um, a lot of the other um, events that they've had and things like that. So nothing too crazy. But it's been okay so far. So. All right, so that being said, um, I've gone through that. Um, true to form, Cora usually tries to find some news items as I'm blabbering on about Tapped Out. Um, but she was over there taking magnets off our old refrigerator because she's very excited that we have a new refrigerator. Well, new to us. They don't care. So, But you're very <laughs> excited about it. Yeah, but they don't care. You guys don't care. I'm sorry. But she was very excited. We were uh, gifted a new, a new, well, not a new, like I said, not a new refrigerator, but new to us. Uh, my parents just moved into a new house, and they didn't need the refrigerator anymore, so we got it, and it's a lot bigger than our old one. So. I'm not giving them a shout-out, because they don't know how to podcast. Kayla, well, I did. I will. Yeah, but she, you said she didn't seem interested. Right. So, <laughs> Courtney B. Vance is named the president of the SAG-AFTRA Foundation, which is good for him. Um, I like Courtney B. Vance as an actor. He's a good guy. He was on Law & Order. Um, I, we're best friends, as you can tell. I know him personally. What up, Court? He doesn't listen to this. Or he said it. he said he wouldn't. He said he's above it. <laughs> he said, what am I doing slumming with you? And speaking of slumming, listen to this segue. Oh, God. So, someone got stabbed over Popeye's chicken sandwich. Again? Yeah. I feel like that's happened before. Well, probably. But this is new to me. Okay. Hang on, because I lost it. Hold, please. Holding on. Yes. So a man is fatally stabbed. Oh. Fatally. See, the other one was fatal. As in dead. Um, 
over a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Moments after cutting in line. Oh, no. For customers ordering the new sandwich, the victim was stabbed in the upper body. Well, if he cut in line, he kind of deserves it then. I, does he? I was going to say something really mean that's probably does not he? good. What were you going to say, Kaylin? You said you were going to say you something. You can always crop it out. He cut in line. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean... So he got cut in life? <laughs> like, snitches get stitches, I guess. Oh, yeah, boy. he was stabbed, and I presume, yeah, stabbed to death after he cut in line to get a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Now, I don't think I've ever been to Popeye's, but Brian, you were at Popeye's, and it didn't bode well for no, you. No, it didn't end well. Let's so, just say it won't be back. I can't, I have no idea why someone would do that. Is it worth it? I guess so. Um, Keanu Reeves also has an age-appropriate girlfriend, which I'm very happy for, because Keanu Reeves is the best man ever. And... Keanu Reeves' waifu. Hashtag confirmed. <laughs> okay. And... And... He's not like Leonardo DiCaprio and just dating 20-year-olds when he's like 50. He's dating someone his age. So good for him. Also, Eminem sides with Chris Brown over Rihanna assault, which makes me... I, I've i said it before. The man's genius, but he's also a D-bag. Sorry, Eminem. You don't listen to this. Don't sue me. Look at this photograph! Oh, oh my god. god. Go ahead, Kaylin. Kaylin, before you go, real quick, Corey and I were talking after the last episode that we're starting to get some recurring things so if we ever wanted to make merchandise we could make t-shirts with phrases on them and one of those phrases would be oh my god we're gonna get sued (laughs) because you have said that a lot we are we're gonna get sued like i don't know what you guys are talking about talking about all this stuff when would you like me to see? Oh my song? God, we're gonna get sued. Look at this photograph. There you go. All right, and with that now, Kaylin, why don't you give us our weather update? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the useless weather update that will come out a long time before you guys are listening to this. It's true. Where we are right now, the weather is currently 43 degrees Fahrenheit. The humidity is at 57 percent. Um, it feels like 37 degrees Fahrenheit. The wind is at 12 miles per hour, and it's just getting colder. It's supposed to snow this week. Yep. That's How many knots is that? I don't know. I'm going to ask that every time until you know. And and by the way, you were so upset with her the last time for her not knowing how many knots. So why were you so upset? Why should she know that? Because knots are a more accurate measure. But how would she know that? Just look it up. All right, so continuing on here, um, before we go into our episode breakdown today, um, just wanted to talk about kind of the state of the show. Um, At the last episode, we asked some people um, to give us your feedback and let us know the direction that we should be taking the show in, because um, we've been getting a little bit of pushback from, you know, some of the people on this podcast here. We won't name names. (coughs) I'm Brendan. (laughs) I'm not the one, usually. But the pushback is mostly coming 
from the episodes in season one and starting to feel like, oh, you know, this is just getting boring. You know, we want to kind of move on into something else and this and that. So we asked some people um, to um, go onto Facebook. And again, you can find us on Facebook by just putting in So It's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. And you can find our Facebook page there. And we were asking some people, we had a poll. And we had a few people respond to that poll. And I will tell you, one of the people actually said they wanted us to see it through season one every episode and the reason they said that was to just bother brendan (laughs) who said that patrick it was patrick (laughs) patrick hi so he said we should keep going with season one just to spite brendan i'm not surprised but outside of that we did have another person i don't know who it was that did say we should see season one through but we were kind of talking about it here and things like that. And so here's what we're going to do. Wait, hold on. Before yes. you do this, Patrick, this isn't a threat, but I do know where you live. Do you? Because he moved. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but I know where he lives. So. I'll find out where you live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, so that being said, we, we kind of reached a compromise here. Um, because when we were looking at season one... I figured that there was still some episodes that are kind of important with the narrative of the show going forward. Um, So we felt like we wanted to show um, some of those episodes in episode one, but we are not going to... Or season one, I'm sorry, thank you. But we are not going to go through every single episode in season one. So um, the thought is we're probably going to do a few more, including um, the one today. And then after that, we're going to change things up a bit. And right Why don't you tell them how? I we're going to go straight to season 32. Yeah. What? Wait, we're going to the future? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so the thought right now, and of course we'll see how this goes. We might change it up as we go along. But the thought right now is what we're going to do is each week, one of us is going to pick one of our favorite episodes. Doesn't matter which season it's from. I already know what mine is. Uh, doesn't really matter what it is. It could be a treehouse of horror. It could be anything you want your choice for the episode that person will then be responsible for kind of taking us through the breakdown and then of course everyone will kind of go through and give their um two cents because of course we'll all watch the episode and wait, 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 wait. we're responsible for the breakdown that's what's going to happen yeah gosh oh my god can we make oh, it as crazy as possible sure you can do whatever you know what when it's my episode oh boy here we go She's got some ideas. I do have a question. Yes. How are we going to pick who goes what week? Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll pick out of We're going to have a candy list. draft, and then whoever wins... It's Twix! They're all Twix! <laughs> Twixes are gross. We, we will figure that out, because we've got a little bit of time before we get there. But we'll figure it out, and then we'll just kind of rotate through. And then I was thinking maybe we'll even ask some of the listeners to pick an episode, too. Maybe we'll give you some options. Susie, and- Mike... Maurice, Patrick, get ready. Don't forget Lindsay. <laughs> and TJ Miller. No, not TJ Miller. Cash. Cash, Cash is still Cash. listening. TJ Miller gave up on us because of my horrible impression yep. of TJ Miller. No, why are you doing that? We're going to get sued. <laughs> there it is again. <sighs> so, um, feeling... good stuff. Thank you. Good night. Yes. <laughs> I have a feeling this is from the episode I missed. <laughs> So, um, basically, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. And another reason why we thought about that is because, of course, we're heading into the 31st season right now. Um, I did some basic math, and as you know, we're trying to put episodes... We would like to do episodes once a week, but it seems like... um, 
twice a month is going to be the direction that we're heading in. So if we're going to do that, um, it would take us well over 14 years to be able to do this. And I realized, you know, at that point, Brendan would be basically in his 30s at that point. (laughs) So that might be a little weird. Who knows if we'll actually make it that long. Um, So in order to kind of appease that and, you know, to be able to get to the episodes that we really want to get to, um, that's what we're going to do to kind of break things up. And not only that, but 14 years to where we are right now. Like, that's not including season 32 and then whatever they do after that. Correct. That's a good point, too. So, um, so yeah, um, as much as we wanted to kind of go through step-by-step step and things like that... As much think- as you wanted to. I think we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit. So, um, so thank you for those of you that voted. If you didn't vote, who voted? Shame on you. But I don't know. All I know is Patrick because he commented. Um, but as far as anyone else, I'm not exactly sure who it was. But did you get a percentage? Like how many people? Two people. Okay. <laughs> Two people. Hundred percent said we should see season one all the way through. Okay. Wow. So. Wow. And those were the only people. That's it. So far, that's it. So. So thank you for those of you that did participate. And um, again, if you ever wanted to reach out to us, uh, we still haven't gotten any emails. So if anybody would like to reach out. We haven't gotten any DMs on Instagram either. You guys send us stuff. We don't have any follows on Twitter. We're so lonely. TJ Miller, where are you? Gonna get sued. Add the Twitter information to our Facebook page so people. Uh, We have nine followers on Instagram. You guys should really check us out. I see you guys Follow listening us to on us Twitter for two seconds. So it's come number two this pod. Follow us on Instagram at so it's come to this underscore pod. Please, 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 please. And also our email, so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So. And also, Uh-oh. I almost fell out of my chair. Look at this photograph. <laughs> no. No. Mr. Wendell. What? Okay. I was going to say, look at this photograph, and then the next thing that came to my head was Arrested Development. All right, fine, great. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Stop. Every time I do it, please okay. laugh. No, stop, stop it. We're going to get sued. Oh my god. How many times do I have to say this? TJ Miller, help me. All right. So enough of that nonsense. Let's Your get nonsense. into our episode here. Today we are going to be talking about Moaning Lisa. It is episode six, seven G zero six. I I do I do want to say something sure. about this episode. Like all kidding aside, um, I never realized when I was a child just how deep this episode truly was. Like it hit a lot of stuff that the early nineties never talked about. Right. Like there was a lot about childhood depression in it, and. I'll ju- I'll just um I'll I'll add more as we go along okay. but like, I it was crazy how deep it actually was. I have something to say about our podcast episode. Oh. Sorry that this vid- episode is so chaotic. It's just it's very chaotic today. It is very chaotic today. So sorry about that We're guys. We're making it fun. We're all over the place I guess, but that's fine. That's what we usually do. So, um, Okay, so yeah, um, uh, a few other things about this episode. Um, it did air on February 11th, 1990, was directed by Wesley Archer and written by Al Jean and Mike Reese. I thought you were going to say Wesley Snipes. <laughs> no, it was not directed by Wesley Snipes. Um, but yeah, as Corey said, I mean, this was, especially for 
this season. So this would have actually been episode, um, like I said, episode six of the season. So we skipped one. Um, we skipped episode five, uh, which was Bart the General. So really up to this point, most of the episodes are just kind of zany, a lot of craziness going on and things like that. And, you know, it did have some emotional things here and there. But this one definitely was a departure. Um, as Corey said, it really dealt with some pretty deep subjects um, as it kind of went through. And I found out that the idea was actually suggested by James L. Brooks. Um, because he said he wanted to do an episode where Lisa was sad, but she didn't know why. So this is essentially what they came up with. Um, I was hoping to find some information on why he wanted to do that, if maybe there was some sort of personal connection or something like that, but there was nothing I could specifically find about that. But I also saw that the writers, um, they kind of wanted to do an episode that was a little more emotional, had a little more saccharine, a little sweeter um, than just some of the craziness that they had done up to that point. Um, so this was definitely a direction that they wanted to kind of head in for this episode. So um, with that, once we kind of get started here, our chalkboard um, was Bart saying, I will not instigate revolution. Um, and then our couch gag was all the Simpsons run onto the couch. They all pile on together. Maggie pops up in the air and Marge catches her and brings her down. So um, obviously this was one of the first episodes to focus on Lisa. And traditionally, um, especially growing up and things like this, and um, a lot of my friends that watch the show, um, we've talked about this before, where traditionally my least favorite episodes are ones that are um, focused on Lisa. Um, And that was kind of my feeling for a long time. But now that I've gone back and kind of watched these again with an older lens, I'm starting to feel a little bit differently about those. Um, And especially this one in particular, because like what Corey said, with just how deep this episode really was. So, all right. So before we jump in, anybody got anything to say? Nope. Well, I, I was going to save it for, you know, our discussion, but like I've dealt my entire life with anxiety and depression. And I think this episode is why Lisa was one of my favorite characters because no one else was sad like I was and I didn't know why I was sad and yeah I think there was the part where she was in the car with Marge right and she says like Marge is like oh just put on a happy face and it started crying and I mean we'll talk more about this as we get there but and then what does Lisa say I'm just sad yeah and like I, I I could tell that you were definitely you know it was hitting home I, i'm going to start crying again <laughs> oh my gosh tears on the podcast look at that that'll get some listeners in here <laughs> no. <Someone> sing. <laughs> it's like the mark Marin podcast we got tears <laughs> tj miller all right so let's <laughs> okay let's give it the look he said something about mark Marin because he has a podcast well you're gonna get sued by mark <laughs> i'm not gonna help you mark's my we're all gonna friend. get sued <laughs> We're all getting sued. Okay, go ahead. The next, Sorry. the next thing we'll be asking is we'll be doing a Kickstarter to help with our legal fees for her getting sued. So, <laughs> all right. So here we go. Um, so we start off with Act One, and we start off in this episode. Lisa's in the bathroom, and she's kind of staring at herself in the mirror. And Homer's pounding on the door, waiting to kind of get in and things like that. And Lisa just seems very, very sad. And you know, she doesn't really know why she just feels depressed 
Um, so later on, they kind of go down into the kitchen. There's some chaos going on in there. Go ahead. One great part was Bart runs in front of Homer as soon as Lisa comes out and says, women and children first. Yep. And he takes a spot. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, they go down into the kitchen and... Um, they're trying to figure things out. There's some chaos going on. And Where Homer, are my keys? Yep, Homer's looking for his keys. He can't find them. That's like me and where's my phone? Yeah, every where, day. Oh, my phone's right there. Or where's Dean? Dean's <laughs> under the bed, I think. Um, and Why then, did you say anything, Father? She's going to worry now. Yeah. So then um, Lisa finds the keys because they were just left in the front door. You've done that. Oh, yeah. And actually, that was because of the kids. They left it in there. Yeah. Sure we did. No, you've done that on your own also. All right, fine. Um, but yeah, and Lisa just does it very nonchalantly. Like She's like, yep, this, here it is again. Just goes right to the door, and she says, they're right here. Um, so then we go back into the kitchen, and um, it turns out that there's only two cupcakes left. And she, um, Marge is trying to decide who to give them to, whether they're going to you know, the kids, whether Homer's getting one too. And Lisa just says, it, it's fine, just give it to homer and bart and they don't even think anything of it they just run right over and grab the cupcakes and you know they're just like oh thanks great um but yeah obviously she's depressed um and then we see her in band practice and this was really sad you know seeing her in band practice because she's finally doing something she loves she's playing the saxophone and playing music and Brendan, what were you were shuddering when the kids were playing in the music <laughs> My Country Tis of Thee. <laughs> so tell me why you were shuddering so much. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> Brendan made up a good point when we were watching it. Okay. So they're in elementary school, right? Yep. Why do they have a band already? Well, bands are usually bands elementary school bands usually start in fourth grade. At least that's what I did. And she's in second grade. Right. Like, but like I said, too, like, Lisa is a very accomplished saxophone player, so maybe they kind of waved it for her. Wasn't there, like, people that we know from Lisa's class? Yeah. My cat's breath smells like cat food. Maybe Springfield Elementary just has a very good, um... Sure. It didn't sound like I mean, we can say that. Um, yeah, and so the music teacher ch- uh, chastises her for playing crazy bebop. Yes, so that was the thing. So yeah, the they're playing a very just mundane, just very drawn out. My country tis of thee, and it sounds terrible, which was why Brendan was shuddering so much because it sounded so bad. Which I mean, it makes sense. It's an elementary school band. It's not going to sound perfect. Um, but then Lisa just goes off and does a little riff on the microphone and like, she's having a real good time. And then, yeah, as Corey, as you mentioned, Mr. Largo, the teacher basically chastises her. Um, and what was the words he was using? Stop playing that crazy bebop. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so she shut down right away and is basically like, you know, don't do that, you know? And so that does not help matters, and she feels even worse about herself. Um, And I found out that Mr. Largo was actually inspired by a music teacher that Matt Matt Greening had as a student. So, um, again, I'm not quite sure. Is it Mr. Key Largo? Montego. Baby, why don't we go down to Kokomo? We're gonna get sued. We're (laughs) going... Stop it. (laughs) Stop. I, I've heard that as long as it's under about 15 seconds, you're okay. That you, was you under 15 trouble, seconds. So we're good. 
<laughs> we'll see. Fight that. me, Brian Wilson. Fight me. Don't go after Brian Wilson. He's got a lot of power. I don't want you. Brian Wilson, you're great. Keep doing what you're doing. But, um, Fight me, Mike Love. Stop it. John Stamos. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he played the steel drums in that song, guys. He did. Uncle Jesse. Um, so, Sorry. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if like this happened to someone in the student or in the class of Macarenings or not, but, um, yes, I'm sorry, um, in the class, but, um, it said that, you know, he was modeled after one of the teachers that Macarening had, his music teacher, so. All right, so then we see Lisa going to gym class. Oh, I hate dodgeball. All the balls are just flying at her head. That was me also yep. at school. Yeah, Corey, do you want to talk about your gym experiences in school? I hate gym. I hate lots of sports maybe all the sports um so anytime there was anything that involved balls volleyball dodgeball soccer touch football anything like that guess who would get hit in the head with ball with the balls that would be me and like i don't think people did it on purpose but like i got hit a lot once i got concussed Oh, why is the show a family-friendly show? <laughs> oh, I understand. Clueless. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so obviously Lisa's sitting there, and she just keeps getting hit in the face, and um, I forget, what does the gym teacher say to her? She said something to her. It's dodgeball, not... I don't remember. Like, or something like it's supposed to be fun, or something like that? No, it's supposed... You're supposed to dodge the balls, not let them... Yeah, not let them hit you or something. So, but she just sits there, just completely defeated, and gets hit. And then after having this conversation with the gym teacher, just goes back, and she just keeps getting hit. Um, So then a note goes home um, about Lisa just not having any effort in... um, Phys ed. In phys ed, thank you. Um... So, then we get a little bit of a B story here. Um, it kind of directs off, and we see Homer and Bart um, playing a video game, some video boxing. Definitely Punch-Out. Yeah, definitely inspired by Punch-Out. Multiplayer Punch-Out. Obviously, you probably picked up who the characters look like. You know, they pretty much look like Bart and Homer. Yep. And the referee actually was um, modeled after one of the Life and Hell comic characters that Matt Groening has created. Uh, Should have been modeled after Mario, just saying. But if they modeled after Mario, what would have happened, Kaylin? They were going to get sued. Eh. There you go. <laughs> like we are. So I, um, I I actually really liked this part. I thought Brendan might really like this part because we've definitely, um, him and I have definitely been in that situation, playing against each other in games and things like that. And, and I win every time. Well, it wasn't always that way when you were younger, but now maybe that has happened, and it was kind of the same thing where, yeah, Bart's laying waste to him and things like that, and yeah, he just mops the floor with Homer um, in this first um, particular uh, fight that they're going at it. So, so yeah, that, that kind of sets up what's going to be happening going forward in this episode for this little B story. Um, so, yeah, so then in Act 2, um, this is when, you know, that note goes home and um, basically says that Lisa was too sad to play dodgeball. And Homer's trying to figure out, you know, why is she so sad? It's like I said, no one 
understood depression in the early 90s, especially if a kid was depressed, because I think Homer says, well, you got to be depressed about. And that's basically what it was. You're a kid. This is the best time of your life. You don't have work. You don't have bills. Why are you so sad? And I feel like you and I have had those conversations, too, because like a lot of times I try to figure out what you're going through if you're having sadness or depression and things like that and and a lot of times i've said that to you like well what's wrong like just be happy and i know it's not that easy and you can't right so um so yeah homer's trying to come up with something he can't come up with a good quick answer Uh, marge tells lisa to take a hot bath tells bart to vacuum the floor You're laughing about that. Yeah. Lisa, we feel bad for you. Take a bath. Bart, I vacuumed the floor. Wasn't that Lisa's chore or something? I think so. So, and then Bart took it over. And then wasn't there a mishap with Bart vacuuming the floor, too? I don't remember. I don't have that. He was playing cards or something like that. He just vacuumed them all up or something. Oh, I think he did that on purpose. No, he did, because he took the vacuum straight up. Right. Yeah. Um,. So then, this was probably my favorite part of the episode, is when uh, Maggie's sitting on the couch, yes. and Bart and Lisa are sitting there talking, and they're having an argument over who Maggie loves more. And so Bart's on one side, Lisa's on the other side, and they're going back and forth, and just like, okay, Maggie, come on, who do you love more, who do you love more? And they're going back and forth, and Maggie's trying to decide. And then, again, Lisa feeling down is just like, just go to Bart. It's fine. But she doesn't go to Bart. Who does she go to, Kaylin? The TV. (laughs) Yep, she goes right to the TV and gives the TV a nice big hug. Sounds like me when I was a kid. (laughs) Yep. So I did really like that part. I thought that was pretty funny. Brennan was actually nice as a kid. Now he's not. Sometimes he is. (laughs) Mm. He's okay. Better than most people, Kaylin. Like who? (laughs) Bless you, Dean. Like, you guys don't know modern teenagers. Dean just sneezed. That's why I blessed him. I'm not not some weirdo who goes around blessing their cats (laughs) randomly. Although I wouldn't put it past you. Dean. Sanctus, Sanctus. So shortly after this, uh, we see Homer and Bart playing again, and Bart, again, just easily wins the game. And Homer tries to blame it on something, so he blames it on Lisa because she's playing the saxophone upstairs. Um, So he goes running upstairs, ready to yell at her, and as he's yelling at her about, you know, making all this noise and everything, he makes her cry. As he calls it, the saxoma thing. Yep. So then he apologizes for yelling at her, and then Lisa says that she'll just work on her her fingering, right? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, is this making too much noise for you? And Homer's like, no, that's fine. And it was so sad. You have to feel bad for Homer, because he has no idea how to handle this. Right. I wouldn't ever feel bad for Homer, well, I because do. he's an idiot. Well, I Not do. yet he is, and he I becomes do. an idiot later on. He's still right pretty much an idiot. Right. He's in the middle of his midlife crisis right now. What? Yes. So after this happens, um, you know, of course, Lisa is continuing um, to use her fingers up and down on the saxophone and playing her notes and everything, and then she starts to hear some music in the distance. She's hearing some saxophone. Also, we know how far that bridge was away from the other episode. So, like, 
How did she hear it all That's the way true. from there? It's the same bridge. And everyone heard Lisa playing too. And I don't understand how they heard that all the way from there. I guess he was really playing that saxophone loud. Oh, yeah. And she went through a super sketchy part of town. Hmm. Yeah, she just... Get away from that ja- mysterious jazz man. She probably p- passed those old people, too. <laughs> and they probably said something bad about her. Oh, my God. <laughs> they should have put that in. They should have, right? Maybe they um, said... No. So she did... Um, She goes to try to find out where it's playing from. Um, and she, so she walks out of her window onto the tree, which was some really weird animation. <laughs> Kaylin, you're laughing. What, what did you think about that? Um, she was walking on the air. Yeah, she literally just walked on midair. Like, they didn't do a very good job of making her go onto the branch. Um, but whatever, she, she gets out. Um, she goes to um, see what's going on. Now, mind you, this is the middle of the night um, when she's figuring that. Well, maybe not the middle of the night, but it's definitely dark out. Um, and she sees a... Strange man playing a saxophone alone on a bridge overpass. There's nothing sketchy about that. No, nothing at all. So, but um, she does actually go up to him, and we get to see more of what's happening there in just a moment. But now back at the Simpson house, everyone's kind of asleep, and Marge dreams about her childhood. And this was pretty sad. This was really sad. Yeah. So in the dream, Marge is a sad little girl, and she's about to go out to play, and her mother tells her, make sure she smiles, and she just puts on this happy face and just kind of goes And she out. says, remember, the bigger you smile, the better, the, the best, the bigger, the... The uh, bigger your smile. The bigger your smile, the best mom you have. The better the mom but, you have. Yeah. There you go. And We're gonna get sued. That made, and that made me cry too because stuff like that happens all the time. I can't tell you how many times when I was a kid they're like, "You have to smile, or else people are going to think we're not raising you good, right? Raising you right." Maybe they weren't. Look at this photograph. Stop. Okay. <laughs> yes, that was the night before. That wasn't. I don't think that. No, was... it was the same night, dude. Yeah, because yeah. as she's going out, that's when they have the dream. Yeah. So, and then Homer has a dream. You know, going back to that B story again, he's trapped inside the boxing game with Bart, and um, Bart KOs Homer. And then I did actually like this. Um, he wakes up screaming from the nightmare, and then just falls right back down on the pillow. And then Marge wakes him up like nothing had even happened. So that was uh, somewhat interesting. Um, but. Marge and Homer talk about, you know, Lisa's sadness and this and that. And while this is all happening, Lisa is jamming with the man who introduces himself to be Bleeding Gums Murphy. Periodontal disease is no joke. (laughs) I'm sure you wrote that with exclamation points, right? Two of them. (laughs) Um, So I did find out that Bleeding Gums is actually loosely based on an old jazz musician that passed away in the 1920s, um, and his name was Blind Melon Jefferson. Blind Melon? Yep, that's what his name was. Did he eat melons? All I can say, Kaylin, is that my life is pretty plain. (laughs) I'm just going to assume that we can get sued by that, so stop it. (laughs) Um, So... Obviously, as that's happening, uh, they start talking together. They start playing the blues together. It's just kind of a nice little moment between the two of them my as they're favorite, playing back and forth. My favorite, uh, my favorite thing he said to her was, "The blues is about making other people feel worse," <laughs> which is true. It, it is true. 
Um, and then he tells her about the club that he plays at, which is called the Jazz Hole. Also, why would he tell her about a club that he goes to? Because it's That's a jazz club. But it's it's a club. It is a little weird. And, like, you know, he never stops to think, hey, why is this little girl walking around in the middle of the night? Maybe I should find out what's going on. But, no, I'm just going to sit there and play music with her. And, you know, no, there's nothing weird about that. <laughs> so, but, um, obviously, Marge did figure this out. She must have heard her playing and found where she was. No, they showed that she heard her, but yes. it doesn't make any sense. Get it away di- from that mysterious jazz. Yep. So she gets back into the car. Um, after after Marge says. Yep. So Bre- um, Brendan. So after that, get away you know, from that mysterious jazz. That was your chance. You you blew it. I already said it twice. <laughs> Um, so then we see the next day, and, you know, everybody's um, kind of worried about Lisa again, and um, they're trying to kind of cheer her up, and they're kind of being real careful around her and everything. So in an effort to try to cheer her up, Bart pranks a phone call to Mo. Uh, Mo was my favorite. <laughs> and which one was this? Was this It was Jockstrap. Jockstrap, that's what I thought. And then Mo says the most disturbing <laughs> thing ever. You cowardly little runt, I'm going to gut you like a fish and drink your blood. This is why Mo's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, and Bart thinks that's hilarious. Um, He just laughs away. Kayla does, too. (laughs) Because it is hilarious. But Lisa does not. Um, It doesn't break her out of her funk, and, you know, she's still not feeling so great. Even though in... The first episode, she loved the call. Yes. That's well, the point. Yeah, yeah, but she, she's depressed now, and it's just an example of showing That's that she can't That's the whole point of this of part, Brandon. Right. Well, maybe fight me. <laughs> Speaking of fights, uh, we go back, and now we see Homer going to the arcade and trying to work on his skills at, at the game. And um, he finds a little kid there um, whose name, Howie. I believe, was Howard. Yep. No, it, he's Howie. What's his backstory? I'd like I'm to know sure. more about him. I'm not sure. He just likes to play a lot of video games, apparently. Yeah. So, and then he asks the kid if he can show him how to get better at the game. And then, of course, we see Howard's mother, who comes in and, you know, sees that Homer's just hanging out with this kid and basically scolds him for doing that, um, for being in an She's arcade. A She's a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> so then we see um, Marge is taking Lisa into the school, um, and she's trying to utilize a lot of the um, advice that she was given as a kid, like, oh, just smile. Just go along with everyone. Yeah, just go along with everything. Keep your true feelings inside. That way, that's how you fit in. Um, that's what you need to do, and this and that. And, um,. So then she drops Lisa off, and she kind of sees her fake smiling and interacting with the other kids, and then some some of the boys there are kind of making fun of her in the way that she smiles and things like that. And then Mr. Mr. Largo comes out to gather the children in for practice, um, and he tells Lisa he hopes he doesn't hear any more creativity from her again today. And at that point, Marge realizes the error in her ways, does a quick U-turn, comes back, grabs Lisa, and brings her in the car. That reminds me of just school. Because a lot of times whenever you try to do something, they're always like, you can't do that, man. So do you have, like, an example? 
No. No, nothing specific. <laughs> just in general. Yeah, it's happened. I just don't. I, I don't know. I'm blanking. Yeah. But no, that that is sad. I know that happens a lot of times in schools where, you know, we're always encouraging kids like, oh, you know, be creative and do this. But it always seems like you have to be creative under a certain um, constraint. Like you can only be creative in this way or something like that. And so um, obviously we could go off on a long tangent there about the education system and whatnot. But we will leave that for another time. Um, So at that point, Marge picks her up. And when she picks her up and things like that, she apologizes to Lisa. She says it's okay to be sad, and she should always be herself no matter what, and that she'll always have her family around to support her and help her. And she said, I'll do the smiling for the both of us. Yes. Yep. And this time, this actually causes Lisa to start smiling, and then Marge says, well, Lisa, I told you you didn't have to smile. And then she's like, well, I feel like smiling. So, because obviously that made her feel very, very happy. So... Never mind. Stop. So now this is one of uh, again. I, I said I had a favorite part, but I really like this part because what's happening is is Bart and Homer are going to play super. It's called Super Slugfest. Uh, one more time, and as they're starting to play, we see that Homer really knows what he's doing, and he is just destroying Bart. And Bart has no idea what's happening. He's freaking out. and Oh my gosh, what's happening? And this and that. And now, Brendan, the gameplay. What like what did you think of the the joystick and the button? It's an Atari controller. controller. Yeah, an Atari controller. Yeah, I, I'm not that dumb. No, I know that, but just asking what your thoughts were on it. So, yeah. um, And then I don't know if you caught this, but at one point in the animation, they had Bart's joystick where the button was where his thumb wasn't. And he was basically just pressing nothing. That's so, real dumb. Again, a mistake with the animation. So. Big, big dumb. Yep. But, um, so, yeah, Homer's really, really mopping the floor with him. And then he's getting ready for one more punch. And he's getting ready to knock him out. And as he does, because um, Marge is trying to talk to Homer and saying that they have something important to talk about. And he's just totally ready to destroy Bart. And Wright is about to land that last punch. Marge unplugs the TV, and Homer goes, oh, no! Which has happened to Brendan countless times. Yes, because he won't turn off the TV. Maybe even before we reported, recorded this podcast today. Maybe not. No, it definitely happened. <laughs> um, but, so beautiful. then, Marge basically says that she has an announcement that's more important than the game. And the thing I liked was then, Bart says that he is now retired from the world of video game boxing, Undefeated. I have done that before to Brendan, and he gets really mad. So that really way, mad. and then Homer gets very, very upset. <laughs> so then Marge tells the family Lisa has a fun idea for everyone, and uh, they are all in the jazz hole. So there they are, listening to some jazz, and um, at this point, they start to hear the song that Lisa and uh, Bleeding Gums were working on, which was the, um, I think it was the Second Grade Blues, I believe is what it was yes. called. And um, so everything's going fine until we hear the lyric, my dad acts like he belongs, belongs in the zoo. And then Homer says, what? And he kind of gets taken out of it and uh, tries to figure out what's going on there. So, um, And then this is the second time this happens. It usually doesn't happen too often, but we actually had a play away through the, 
the credits um, so that you didn't have your traditional song and cutaway and things like that but you just had the um, just had the the song playing through the credits as they went through so all right and that takes us to pretty much to the end of this episode um, so thoughts on this episode you know things you liked things you didn't like um, anyone want to kind of start us off here I as thought we it- kind of wrap up I thought it was really funny how Lisa was walking on air. <laughs> so that's one of your bad things that you didn't like about it? No, that's a good thing. That's a good thing? You thought that was funny? And like, what did you think about the whole, like, Lisa depression thing and stuff like that? It was cool. That's all you gotta say about it? I mean, I can say that there probably weren't cartoons that put that stuff in. Sure. So, like, in that time. So... That's pretty cool. And then do you think if, like, someone was having those issues now, like maybe someone your age or something like that, do you think watching a show like that would help? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. How do you think so? I don't know. You just know that you're not the only one who's going through that kind of stuff. I think that's probably the important thing right there. Yeah, just knowing that, hey, this this isn't abnormal. There's other people doing this and stuff like that. Okay. Thank you. Thoughts? Um... That this is one of my favorite episodes, and I never really knew why. And then watching it again, it it was like Kaylin said. I was. When did this come out? Ninety. Nineteen ninety. Yep. February eleventh. I was Kaylin's age, and it was that point in my life where I'd always been a little weird and a little sad. Don't put those on; you will not be able to see. Kaylin. She's putting on Corey's glasses right now. Kaylin, I am legit blind. Your eyes are going to go bad. It's only a little blurry. Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, um, I was 12. I got to that point where I was just sad all the time, and I didn't know why. And seeing that... It, it made me realize why why I liked Lisa so much. And they did such a good job, like, showing how parents at that time really acted. Like, just, just fake being happy. I don't even think it's that time. I think it's still happening today, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think some parents have learned a little bit more how to deal with it. But I think for the most part, everyone's impression is just be happy. That's probably because their parents, it's what they told yeah. them mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. All right. So, okay, go ahead, Brian. Okay. No, th- thanks for sharing. I don't have anything to say. Okay, great. <laughs> I would like to talk about the ratings. Are we done? No. Yeah, we're almost there. Um, and then, yeah, for me, too, um, definitely this was um, a much more emotional um, episode. There wasn't, you know, wasn't laugh a minute. Um, as some of the other ones that we've seen, which I know Brendan would probably agree with, because there wasn't laugh minutes, right, Brendan? But um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, talked a lot of uh, heavy issues, and like I said, I mean, when I was younger and I would watch The Simpsons, this was an episode that I was just like, ugh, this episode today, ugh, I don't want to watch this one, and I wouldn't like it because you know I wanted the funny craziness and all of that. But now with me being older and kind of going back and looking at this, and you know, knowing people that have gone through depression and things like that, I mean, I've had minor bouts here and there. I think like most people have, but really haven't dealt with it chronically like some other people that I've met and have gotten to know and things like that so 
having learned that, I definitely have a new appreciation for this episode. And that was why this was one of those episodes I didn't want to skip. So like I mentioned, we're going to change things a little bit with season one. And we are going to skip past some of these episodes. Um, obviously, we just skipped uh, Bart the General, and this being another one um, that was coming up. But I wanted to make sure that we went over this one because I thought this one is a pretty good one. So, all right. Also, Bleeding Gums Murphy becomes pivotal to the story. I wouldn't say pivotal. So, yeah, and then obviously, with um, as far as first appearances, really, it's just all about Bleeding Gums. Um, and Bleeding Gums, I thought I had it written down, but now I'm not seeing it. I thought I had it written down who played him, but I can't find it right now, so I apologize for that. But um, yeah, he was a uh, voice actor that came in, really hasn't worked on the show before or since, um, as far as I'm aware of, um, outside of Bleeding Gums. So, All right, so ratings, let's talk okay. about them here. So, here I, they are. I already oh, have got it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so The Simpsons was 34th place. And they were, um, I assume that they were, yeah, they were the highest rating show on Fox. (laughs) They had a rating of, hold up, uh, 13.8 with 27, you know what, never mind. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so you think he'd have this ready? I mean, he's only been looking it up the entire did. episode. So it's time for the guessing game. You're not allowed yes, to I, answer you know this, answer but we're gonna go with the top three. So we're, you're gonna say two and three after these two beautiful young ladies okay. have guessed. That's weird. So, <laughs> top. What are the top three shows ordered from one to three? 1990? 1990? February 11th. Cheers is number one. Okay. Okay. I don't remember any other shows from the 90s. Let's say 60 Minutes is number two. She's just going with all the ones. And the Super Bowl. Let's say Cheers is also number three. It was a very special episode. All right. My two dads? Mm, The first one is Cheers. Was it my two dads? Second one is Married with Children. The third one is that one show. Can I pause you for one second? Married with Children aired on Fox. Simpsons was oh, the crap. number one show on Fox that week. What are you? I wasn't listening. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so the ratings, the top three of that week, which is kind of crazy oh, to ask God. you because you have no idea what was on in 1990. Okay, cheers. Was Roxanne a show? Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> And, um, um, I think you're out. I'm, okay. I'm not. You're not. Well, not. Okay. And also, we gotta wrap this up soon. Also, cheers done. again. Okay. So you're going cheers again, just like Corey. Yes. All right, so I will say that you're going to kick yourself when you find out what number one is. Hold on, what's number two and three? Oh my god, I'm not going to say. You sound like those clickbait things. Yeah. That are all over every social media. But no, when you find out what number one is, you're going to be like, I can't believe I didn't guess that. My two dads. So it is not my two dads. So I'm going to say number two was Capital Critters. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't Capital Critters. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say two was Cheers, and I'm going to say three. 
just based on what was happening and what we've gone into before. I'm going to say number three was, even though I think it's probably going to be something different, I'm going to say Roseanne. You were exactly right! I was right. Number one, The Cosby Show. Number two, Cheers. Number three, Roseanne. Okay. The Cosby Show. I know, I can't believe it hasn't come up up to this point. Yeah. Which is interesting. That'll be saved for another time, but obviously there was a lot of controversy between The Simpsons and The Cosby Show back in the day. There's a lot of controversy with The Cosby Show. What is The Cosby Show? Do you know who Bill Cosby is? Kalen, you used to watch wow. The Cosby Show before all this happened all the time. What, hey, what, hey. what was it? Like, I what was, was it about? Albert. It was just a family show yeah. in the 80s and what early 90s. What happened in it, though? It was just about a family. Yeah. It was a comedy. It was a really good show, and then unfortunately Bill Cosby did some really bad things, which you really shouldn't watch the show anymore because then you support him, and it's kind of unfortunate, but... Yes. So. All right, so, but again, that's for another time. 60 Minutes was We're number 10. We're going to get sued. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well. All right. But you got Cheers in there. What Quite. is 60 Minutes? It's a news show. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. So, all right. So that pretty much brings it to the end of this episode. Um, once again, thank you for being here. Can I here. say yes. something real quick? You if just did. If you're going through um, depression or anxiety or anything like that. Just... Call the suicide hotline. Well, you could. Um, but just go I don't get know help. The suicide hotline. There's no shame in going to counseling or seeing a psychiatrist or whatever you need to do to get yourself in a better place. Yes. I don't know the suicide hotline, so insert nope. it here. Okay, great. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, and yeah, and just, just talk about it. Like, if you talk to your friends about it, talk to your family members about it. And then, yeah, if they don't understand, then find a professional and find people that can help you out. And if you have anxiety, like, don't shy away from things or situations because I can tell you all of my best friends have it and that's why we're always there for each other and we don't judge and it okay go ahead sorry (laughs) 1-800-273-8255 call that number for the suicide hotline Um, so yeah and then just just remember that, you know, there are people there, there are resources there, and you're not alone in this. So um, so with that, um, again, we thank you uh, for joining us today. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, make sure to also, you know, again, our social media, we have our email, so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. We'd love to read uh, your response on the air if you have one. Um, we haven't gotten any yet, so we're still waiting. The response from what? We would respond to what they said and hey, talk about it. You said that we'd read their response. Yeah, we'd read their response on the air. <laughs> Which is, oh my god. Why oh yes, I, their response. Why am I doing this? Um, and you guys. Look at this yes. photograph. Oh my god. Stop. You guys, please DM us on Instagram. Send us emails. Or message us in any way, shape, or form. So Kaylin, that we, what? Can they slide into our DMs? Yes. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. That's what Fo- the kids say, right? Follow us on Instagram, so it's come to this underscore pod, and no one says that anymore. <laughs> People say that. I read it on BuzzFeed At, So it's come the number two pod, uh, to this what? pod <laughs> what? Uh, on Twitter. <laughs> so, so at, so it's come, 
to the number this pod. So it, no okay. wonder no one goes on Twitter, because no one can get there, because... Okay. So it's so, come the number two pod at... Okay. Wait. Oh my God. Just, so just stop. So you guys just know stop. numbers? Well, the number two replaces the two, so it's so it's come... No, to it's at, this so it's come pod. number two, this pod. Well, hopefully you can figure it out. And if you can't, I'm going to put a link on our Facebook page. That might be easier because uh, we do have quite a few friends on Facebook that have shared and liked. Um, and then also, please make sure to um, tell your friends about our podcast. Um, share any of our announcements that we have when they come up. Um, give us a like. Uh, give us a review. Um, again, you can get us on pretty much any um, podcast uh, app app and things like that so we'd love to do that and kaylin's got one more thing for me okay so i would like to thank the boogeyman's closet for putting on their instagram stuff about our episode that we collabed with them and just putting us out there i would like to thank you guys for that okay great thank you even though it was a long time ago yes it was thank you but But they always share our podcast so thank you guys and we're happy to share theirs too so um we are like a little podcast family us and them yep we'll start our own channel or something together Oh, that'd <laughs> I don't know be what nice. it'll be called. But all right, so that's for another time. So um as we kind of sign off here, Brendan. Oh, uh adios. TJ Miller, goodbye. Stop it. We're going to get sued. <laughs> and we'll smell you later. Thanks for sticking around. Um, I know things got a little crazy at the end there. We were trying to share some important information with you, and we kind of lost track of it. Um, So obviously we dealt with kind of a heavier uh, issue today uh, when we were talking about depression and feeling sad and things like that. And obviously people that are going through this a lot of times may not know what to do about it, where to go. Um, So I actually found a pretty cool website. It's calling feelingkindablue.org. And it is a social networking site established to serve those living with depression, anxiety, grief, emotional pain, and other mental illnesses. The mission is to reduce social isolation by making connections through experience sharing. It was originally founded in St. Louis, Missouri, and members are able to share their everyday experiences on good days and on bad. Members can chat, create blogs, join groups, share artwork, music, and photos, or sometimes they just observe. It's all about connecting. So this site was set up. It is a completely free site um, to join if anybody is interested. And the American Association of Suicidology has recognized feelingkindablue.com with the association's esteemed excellence award for innovative programming. This program was selected due to the creative use of the social media site, effectively reaching out to young adults ages 18 through 28. It provides support to individuals with mental health needs and the work they do in preventing suicide. So Life Crisis Services is a division of Providient Behavioral Health, and this is a 24-7 suicide and crisis intervention hotline staffed by extensively trained crisis workers and mental health professionals. Life Crisis Services are responsible for website content and for monitoring the site 24-7 and are available at 
866-728-7983. Once again, that's 1-866-728-7983. So once again, feel free to check it out, feelingkindofblue.org. Feeling Kind of Blue, connect, relate, renew.